This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, cloudy and 70 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday, the 22nd of February, 2023. Rich Mollers with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and we're under a wind advisory until 6 o'clock tonight. That's one of the many pieces of the weather puzzle today. As gusty winds out of the south could blow around unsecured objects, tree limbs could be blown down, some power outages resulting from that. And of course, if you're driving one of those so-called high-profile vehicles, use extra caution when driving. Now, with it being this mild out, you can expect thunderstorms in the forecast as well. We've got a 90% chance of rain. Temperature's really only going to warm up a couple of degrees today. Looking at the six-hour radar picture, it looks like right around 11.15 this morning is when we'll start to see some real thunderstorm activity around here. Once that gets out of the way, some rain early afternoon, then things kind of clear up around 4 o'clock this afternoon. Tonight, it'll be clear and windy, a low of 56, sunny and 70 on Thursday. Thursday night, clouds move back in. It'll be a little windy out and cool down to 40 degrees. Friday, we'll have mostly cloudy skies, 30% chance of showers in the afternoon with some gusty winds. Right now, overcast in 70 at the KVOM studios as we send out congratulations this morning to our KVOM employee of the day. It is Princess Aiken at Beginnings Preschool. Obituaries this morning, Diana Louise Flowers, age 70 of Moralton, died on Sunday, February 19th. She was a caregiver for home health and is survived by her daughter, Diana Brown of Moralton, son Oscar Williams Hanna Jr. of Hot Springs, one sister, two brothers, and six grandchildren. The memorial service for Diana Louise Flowers will be Friday, February 24th at 2 p.m. at the Harris Chapel with private burial at a later date and arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Jimmy Ulyss Moses Jr., age 69 of B Branch, died on Monday, February 20th. He was a Navy veteran and shift leader at Verco and is survived by his wife, Linda Gell Wright Moses of B Branch, daughter Laura McDonald Nisbet of Denewer, Scotland, two sons, Robert McDonald of Texas and Andrew Moses of B Branch, one brother, four sisters, five grandchildren, and two great grandchildren. A graveside service for Jimmy Ulyss Moses Jr. will be Friday, February 24th, 10 a.m. at Springfield Cemetery with Charles Bain officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Carol B. Baxter Pack, age 91, of Hattieville, died on Monday, February 20th. She was a lifelong member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, was the Relief Society president for the Moralton Ward for eight years, and various other callings that include primary and youth Sunday school. She is survived by her children, Robert Pack of Florida, Catherine Smith of Damascus, Kenneth Pack of Hattieville, Donna Jackson of Scranton, and Joanne Fushris of Moralton, 27 grandchildren, 21 great-grandchildren, and 6 great-great-grandchildren. The funeral service for Carol B. Baxter Pack will be Saturday, February 25th at 2.30 p.m. at the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints with John Hopkins officiating. Burial will be at Pleasant Grove Cemetery in Scotland. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the church. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Carol Susan Bridgman Wren, age 71, of Plummerville, died on Saturday, February 18th. A memorial service will be Friday, February 24th, 2 p.m. at Harris Funeral Home with Steve Shepard officiating. Arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. 
In lieu of flowers, memorial contributions may be made to the VFW Post 4453 at 98 City Park Drive in Moralton, zip 72110. Now 735, overcast in 70 degrees at the KVOM Studios. Not much of a warm-up today to the mid-70s. We are under a wind advisory. We're expecting rain through early afternoon, with a possible thunderstorm coming just after 11 o'clock this morning. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. 736, cloudy and 70 at the KVOM studios. Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer is scheduled to address municipal leaders and representatives from the tourism industry across the state next week about the city's preparation for the April 8, 2024 eclipse. The mayor will be speaking Monday at the 49th Annual Governor's Conference on Tourism. The eclipse is fewer than 14 months away, and the mayor says the local planning committee has been working feverishly behind the scenes for several months to get ready for the big day. We're working hard on that. The chamber is taking over the entertainment part of it. It's going to be a good event. A lot of people are going to come to town. So a lot of the things that you see us do, we're also working on the Wayland Holyfield Plaza. We finally got some final numbers on that to present. And you will see, we will try to have the best-looking Marlton that we can possibly have during that week. The mayor says it will be important for Marlton to show well for the thousands of visitors who will be coming to the city for this historic event. If you remember back several years ago, we had a rubbish run. So we're going to have to get that group back together. And the week before the eclipse, we'll have to clean up the freeway, all the roads you know, coming into town to get our town looking as good as possible. We want to be the best we can be because after it's over, we want those people to want to come back. Not sure. just It's not just for that one week, but we want them to come back. We, they may want to move here. They may want to locate a business here. They may, so we've got to be the best we can be during that week. Mayor Lipsmeyer adds that the eclipse will provide an economic boost and a publicity boost for the local area with people from all over the world coming to Moralton and Conway County who would have never otherwise chosen to come here. The University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton invites all prospective students to its annual More in Moralton Information Session, scheduled for Saturday, March 11th. Individuals will have the opportunity to learn more about what UACCM has to offer and to explore the campus facilities. The event will feature a student panel, an opportunity to learn about support services, and a chance to interact with instructors and representatives in your area of interest. You can also learn about financial aid options the Honors Program, or High School Concurrent and Career Center Enrollment, and the attendees will have a chance to win one of three $1,000 scholarships sponsored by the Fayetteville Shell Scholarship Fund. The event is free. Registration is requested. More information is available online at uaccm.edu or by calling the admissions office at 501-977-2053. The Arkansas Senate Tuesday approved legislation that tries to effectively reinstate the state's ban on gender-affirming care for minors 
by making it easier to sue providers of such medical care. The bill, approved by the majority Republican Senate on a party-line vote, would allow someone who received gender-affirming care as a minor to file malpractice claims for up to 15 years after they turn 18. Under current Arkansas law, medical malpractice claims must be filed within two years of what the law refers to as an injury. Legal experts say the proposal would be a major shift in malpractice law and could make it nearly impossible for doctors who provide gender-affirming care to minors to get malpractice insurance. The bill now heads to the majority Republican Arkansas House. A bill was also filed in the Arkansas House this week that would prohibit public school employees from being required to use a person's preferred pronoun. The bill was filed by Representative Wayne Long of Bradford. It states that faculty members, teachers, and employees of Arkansas public schools, open enrollment public charter schools, or state-supported colleges or universities would not be, quote, required to use a preferred pronoun when referring to a student or coworker if their preferred term is different than what's deemed as the biological sex, unquote. The bill would also prevent adverse employment action for using a pronoun that is consistent with the biological sex of a person, even if the pronoun is not the person's preferred pronoun. The bill has been referred to the House Education Committee. AARP Arkansas and R-Connect, the state's broadband office, are teaming up to bridge the digital divide in the natural state and provide expanded broadband access to senior citizens. Glenn Howey, state broadband director, attended AARP Arkansas's advocacy team meeting to provide a deeper dive into broadband infrastructure deployment and how it will benefit Arkansans. AARP Arkansas made broadband a key issue during the 94th General Assembly. The organization supports legislation and efforts to expand digital equity via accessible and affordable high-speed internet across the state, especially in rural and underserved areas. AARP's Older Adults Technology Services Survey confirms that over 21 million people in the U.S. ages 65 and older lack residential broadband access. The survey results also highlight the disparity for seniors in rural areas who are 1.6 times more likely to have deficient broadband access. Now 741, let's check markets. Here's Kirsten Craddy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, equity markets started the holiday shortened weekend on downbeat note, closing 2% lower, lower on Tuesday as investors grappled with higher interest rates and shifting expectations from upcoming Fed rates hikes following last week's hotter-than-anticipated inflation readings. Ten-year Treasury yields rose notably, topping 3.9%, the highest since last November. The consumer dissectionary and technology sectors, along with small-cap stocks, lack today amid pressure from disappointing earning results from big retailers and higher interest rates. The Dow closed at $33,129 and was down 697 points. NASDAQ closed at $11,492 and was down 294 points. Volume was heavy as 1 billion share trades hand on the big board. AT&T was down 0.23 cents at $19.21. Bank of America was down 0.83 cents at $34.52. Deering Company was down $6.14 at $427.17. Entergy Corporation was down $1.83 at $107.60. Under Armour was down 0.42 cents at $8.89. Simmons Bank was down 
0.43 cents at $22.23. Regions Financial was down 0.67 cents at $23.19. Southwestern Energy was down 0.14 cents at $4.83. Tyson's Foods was down 65 cents at $60.72. Walmart was up 89 cents at $147.33. Live Ramp was down $1.09 at $24.05. Interpublic Group was down 0.78 at $36.58. Nextura Energy was down $2.41 at $73.66. Natural Gas was down 0.20 at $2.07. Precious Metals were mixed, with gold being down $6.40 and 40 cents at $1,843.80. Silver was up 14 cents at $21.85. I am Kirsten Craddy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office in downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, candidates for the annual school election can begin filing petitions with the county clerk's office today at noon. The deadline to file is Wednesday, March 1st at noon. The Arkansas Forage and Grassland Council will host a Winter Forage Conference Thursday at the Crossroads Cowboy Church in El Paso. Registration opens at 8.30 a.m. The cost is $25. For more information or to pre-register, contact Linda McCargo at 501-671-2171. The Conway County Retired Teachers Association meets Thursday morning at 10 at Playland Skating and Bowling on Howell Drive in Moralton. The Moralton City Council meets Thursday night at 6 at Moralton City Hall. Tickets are now sold out for the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton Foundation's inaugural gala fundraiser. If you're a ticket holder, a reminder that event will be Saturday at the UACCM Workforce Training Center, starting with cocktail hour at 5. Keep this in mind for the next weekend. The Century League of Moralton's 40th Annual Charity Ball will be held Saturday, March 4th, 6 p.m. at Point Remove Brewery in Moralton. The theme is A Night in Monte Carlo. You can get tickets from any Century League member, Find them on Facebook for further details and find out about their super raffles. Well, if you haven't already, you should consider downloading KVOM's free mobile app. As we get into basketball tournament time, you might want to be able to hear some play-by-play action of our local area teams. That's a good way to do it. It's also one of the many ways you can listen to the podcast of this newscast. Get the app from the App Store or Google Play. Of course, you can subscribe for free to this podcast just by going to the podcast app on your phone or wherever you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 746, overcast in 70 degrees at the KVOM studios. Coming up a little later on, we'll have a couple of features from the Arkansas Department of Heritage. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning Newswatch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. This is Newswatch on KVOM with sports. I'm Eric Tyler. 
High school basketball regional tournaments tip off today. Two tournaments are being played in Conway County. Marlton High School is hosting the Class 4A North Region Tournament, and Nemo Vista is hosting the Class 1A Region 3 Tournament. Senior girls and boys teams from Marlton High School, Sacred Heart, Wonderview, and Nemo Vista are all participating this year, and we'll have coverage of all games involving those local teams. Marlton's girls play their first round game tonight at 7 o'clock against Prairie Grove in the tournament at Devil Dog Arena. Jim Bowles will bring you the broadcast of that game live here on KVOM FM 101.7. The Nemo Vista boys and the one of you girls and boys will all play tonight in the tournament in Center Ridge. The Nemo Vista boys play Brinkley at 5.30 p.m. That'll be on 101.7 KVOM the one of you girls play Bradford at 7 o'clock on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800. Then the one of you boys will play Augusta at 8.30 p.m. here on 101.7 KVOM. The Bigelow boys are also in action tonight. They'll play Southside B Branch at 5.30 p.m. from the Class 2A Central Region Tournament at Sloan Hendricks High School in Imboden. Freshman Nick Smith Jr. scored a career-high 26 points. Ricky Council added 22. And the Arkansas men's basketball team rolled to a 97-65 victory over Georgia last night in Fayetteville. Marlton's Joseph Pinion came in late and drained two three-pointers for six points. Razorbacks are now 19-9 overall, 8-7 in Southeastern Conference play. And they'll play at Alabama on Saturday. The ninth-ranked Arkansas baseball team had to come from behind but managed to beat Grambling 9-7 in the Razorbacks' home opener on Tuesday. The Hogs will host Eastern Illinois for a three-game series this weekend. The National Park College softball team split a doubleheader with Paris on Tuesday. Marlton's McKenna Keaton was 1-for-3 at the plate in the Nighthawks' 12-4 loss in Game 1. The Louisiana Tech softball team lost to number 15 LSU 3-1 on Tuesday. One of these, Bailey Wright, was one for four at the plate for the Lady Texters. The University of Central Arkansas women's basketball program will discontinue its 2022-23 season due to lack of numbers in the program, according to UCA Director of Athletics Dr. Brad Teague. The women's basketball team began its competitive season in November with 10 student-athletes on the active roster. As of Tuesday, the team had just five players available for competition due to injuries and departures. The Sugar Bears had scheduled games remaining with North Florida on Thursday and Jacksonville on Saturday in Conway and a road game at Austin P next Wednesday. Look at weather now on this Wednesday. And we've got humidity at 73% with south winds at 16 miles per hour, gusting up to 23 miles per hour. A wind advisory is in effect with uh, gusts even reaching as high as 40 miles per hour by at times today. Barometric pressure 29.61 inches. Our low temperature this morning 60 degrees. High yesterday 72. A year ago today the low was 61. The high was 62. No rain at KVOM the last 24 hours. Total for the year remains at 11 inches. Our sunset this evening is 5.59. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.49. And our forecast calls for rain for early midday, mid part of the day, starting here probably in a couple hours and continuing through mid afternoon anyway, and windy throughout. Wind advisory again in effect until six o'clock this evening. We'll have temperatures uh, generally right around the most part where they are now. We've been 
actually around 70 degrees for this morning, believe it or not, and a high around 74 listed, and then we'll have mostly clear skies, though, tonight. So the, the showers and potential thunderstorms will move out this afternoon. Clear tonight with a low around 56, and a mostly sunny day tomorrow with a high near 70, but rain back in the forecast starting on Friday. Best chance probably uh, coming up again will be Friday night. Right now, we do have some clouds and 68 degrees in Marlton. Approaching 7.53 now on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning Newswatch, the podcast edition.